You ready to just some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Boys, a podcast of four friends and better friends through the world of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. My name is Matthew. My name is Zachary. My name is Eastside Joseph. <laughs> First name? Eastside Joseph? Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> it sounds like we're trying to sound like Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Dijakovic is just like so much easier to say. Or Dijak is fine too. Anything. What is it ex- actually? Dijakovic. Dijakovic. No. I'm not saying that. No, it's not. I'm calling him Dijon. Don Dijon. I'm just calling him Big D. I'm calling him Big Mustard. Big Musty. <laughs> uh, Nasty <yeah>. Brown. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy Brown. That sounds like the professional oh, wrestler oh, from Canada, man. Bad News Brown. Mm-hmm. Nasty Brown. It's his son. When I worked at Whole Foods, one of the dressings that we had is Spicy Brown. And yeah. You like, have to ask, like, do you want any mayo or Spicy Brown on your sandwich? <laughs> I love a good Spicy Brown. Mustard. Would you like any plain white or Spicy Brown? <laughs> I was. I, I had worked there, so I can like wink at him. Spicy Brown. Want <laughs> some Spicy Brown with that extra sandwich? spicy, extra brown? Is Rusev a Spicy Brown? No. Okay. Spicy Bulgarian. Mm-hmm. That was a bad. That was a bad segue. You, you tried. <laughs> you tried. He won a title. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it last week, but we well, saw yeah, it. we did bring it up. We saw <laughs> it happen. It didn't, happened. I didn't count. Didn't count because Zach and I weren't there. Rusev won the hot title. You know why? Because he said he's more handsome than Nakamura. So then, because the- <laughs> his beard will feed the children. <laughs> also, I think it's just because like they just want happy endings right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look, guys, it's not just all heat. We're doing cool stuff. We're going to give Rusev and Nakamura 20 plus minutes and have Rusev go over. <laughs> it was fun. Like, it was fun. Eight months too late, but. Yeah, too little, yeah. too late, but it was fun. Too late and a dollar short, if you ask me. <laughs> and this week we learned that uh, Sant- Santa. Wait, Vin- no, what was Vin- it? Vin- what Vin- was Claus. Vincent? No, it was Mc- Santa. Sid- Mc- uh McSant- what? McManta? McManta? Is that what it was? McMantis! McManta Claus? Uh, yes! Has, uh, uh, he's, um, giving us, he's finally giving the, the WWE Universe the women's tag division and tag titles. I, I love the... the, the, the we're getting that, that women's tag division. What a fucking bullshit throwaway way to announce it. Oh, he, like, he like stumbled over it. Uh, John Cena's gonna be back on the show and also tag uh, women division. But he titles, said it in such division. a weird way. He doesn't want to be on TV. It, apparently he so did it obvious. in one take and just was like a I should be doing this, I'm Nick Mandaclaus. <laughs> Everything yeah, every time, see my pants. I did love it. Every time I he's like on the screen, team. you can tell he doesn't want to be on screen right now. No, because he thinks he's too old. He, he, he talked like Switchblade. Not Jay White or sl- Slingblade, sorry. Oh, Slingblade. Yeah. Talk like Slingblade when he's with AJ. <laughs> Women tag titles, French fried taters, <laughs> French fried taters. Yeah, him, him and AJ's little thing was so weird. Also, that sound, it reminds me of Shawn Michaels too. Like when he's talking on interview, like regular sit down interviews. <laughs> and then, then like he gets like Sean then gets to the ring like the heartbreak kid he drinks gravel <laughs> WWE Network HB Shizzle 
that was weird with Vince McMahon and AJ Styles at the it end. Felt but, straight up ripped out of being the elite. The stuff they're doing with Flip Gordon, where he just randomly beats them up at the end, and it's like a non-punchline. Where do you think you're going? Well, so I loved it at the at the start where he's like, I mean, it was Darth Vader talking to Luke. It was <laughs> like it was like there's a fire and an evil in you that. You need to bring out, and I want to see it. Embrace and the I'm hate. gonna yeah. see it. There's holes in both of our, our the pits of our hearts. It's like Jesus, Vince. <laughs> oh, dude. Also, once okay, we'll, we'll finish that thought real quick. Uh, which we is, both have daughters. AJ punched Vince McMahon and then just screamed at him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jamie Noble was like, "Hey, hey, stop it, stop it, AJ. AJ, don't hit him." The only more southern, more southern person in, <laughs> in the company than AJ. That's true. Also, how much I hey, Nidia. I fucking loved. Uh, I loved when she was blind. The Miz TV segment where <laughs> that was so stupid. Where he was like, "My dad never hugged me," and Shane's like, "I resonate with that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you completely. <laughs> Your words touched my." Feelings. Yep. Um, we're not gonna get into it, but Raw was actually good. Wrestling, I enjoyed. I think it. wrestling, WWE wrestling, has been pretty good since uh, the McMahon's rescued it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all bullshit. But Raw, it's like, was, Raw was a throwaway show because it was Christmas. But Ronda vs. Natalia, I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like, it's a big tribute to how good Natalia is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because they called that all in the ring. That was all her. She since she trains with Rhonda, she knows her limitations. She knows what she can and can't do, and yeah. called a fucking phenomenal match. And it felt different. Who it taught? Did. Who taught her how to call a match? Well, you know, it wasn't me. Uh, I wasn't the one training people at the uh, Heart Dungeon, but she was trained by uh, the Heart family. Would you give her some tips? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. You watch baseball instead of her matches? Yeah, he well, does. Well, you know, I watched a lot of things instead of her matches. Just kidding, uh, this, this just kidding Natalia. This bro, I hate women's wrestling. No, I think uh, women can be a good sideshow to me. God damn it. Um, I'm the main event. Probably true. Okay, Animal. I wouldn't be surprised. Fuck Animal. Fuck Road Warrior. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, but it just... Not to be confused with the Muppet. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's the Fuck best. Fuck that Muppet. <laughs> no, he fucking rips those drums. Yeah, he does. Uh, but ah! At least gave Becky more fuel to be sick. Yeah. Yeah. I um, love that her response. Is the first four words of your headline aren't true, because it says, Road Warrior Animal Thinks. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. good. Uh, also on Raw, it was super badass. I it thought just seems so fucking out of touch. Oh, yeah. I was like, why would you... So even... out of touch, Wait, but also... wrestler out of touch? But yeah, also seriously. He... Pays attention to the product more than any like old wrestler like that. Like he had specific complaints about things, but they're all wrong. It's like he pays attention to the product more, so I'll give him credit for that. But he's so wrong. Yeah. Right. But at some point, that. people at that age and of that mentality just need to learn to shut the fuck up. Women shouldn't be main event. People want to see me. Yeah. It's no, so dumb. Did they ever want to see Animal? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a reason why the, the, there's a thing called the Road Warrior Pop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, on Raw, though, what I thought was fucking awesome, too, was that uh, Gable-Rude match versus The Revival. Yeah. Oh, everyone looked so fucking good. The Revival looked so fucking good. And they kind of got slided out of the win because, like, Bobby Rude pinned the... Or, like, Chad Gable pinned the wrong guy in the confusion. So it sets up a cool story. So I'm hoping the tag division's getting what it deserves, which is The Revival. Yeah, but... You know, it gets revived? I want I sure Gable do. to have a singles run. I think he deserves it. I didn't He's see, so fucking I good. I could see Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, like, maybe just because they're both wearing blue, but uh, <laughs> I could see them being a good tag team if it was, like, 
cool stories behind it and like actual like heart. Um, but I thought that was good match. Oh, they're they're, yeah. do, they're doing something with him right now, so it's better than usual. Jogies, yeah. And they're doing something with Rude. Yeah. So like, and come here. I never saw an be Rude, but I feel like Rude needs somebody with him. He doesn't like as to like make up for his wrestling. It doesn't. They've just, Rude's pretty good in the. He's ring. pretty good. Okay. It's it's that they've never let him be the right character. But we've established what pretty good in the ring means on this show. Well, that's coming it means from Matt. Pretty good. <laughs> like no, he's actually. It means like, better than worker. bad, but not as good as really good. He's a solid worker. Good yeah. hand, mechanic. And then like his his character at NXT kind of helped with his like. Lack of charisma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, he's he's actually a competent worker. He, he works like a less smart Triple H. Mm-hmm. Anything else we want to bring up from the shows? Uh, um, SmackDown Live. The Good Brothers got a they got the pin actually on the the bar. Hell yeah. yeah, that was a really cool match for it being like what eight people. And I then, think. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like Finn's starting to get a push and. AJ's having segments with the McMahons and the Good Brothers are now getting a push again. It's like they're just wanting to make sure that nobody wants to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go join some of their old friends. Yeah. Yep. I know. I, I do kind of wonder what's all going on backstage. Like, I mean, I'm assuming everyone's like, Vince, you have to fucking stop with this. Well, I think they also realize that they're fucking over. Like, yeah. they get huge pops, like, and they haven't been on TV since August. So. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, and also their TV, sh- their little show is funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah oh, I need to check it out. Started? Started? Yeah, it was a bot botch club. club. Yeah, I gotta watch they're, that. They're hilarious. They're, they just have really good chemistry together. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> well, that was wrestling this week. It was good. Yeah, NXT so, was good. It was solid. It was fine. Thanks for listening. All right, uh, happy Rusev Day. Um, so by the time you hear this, it might be a new year. Um, it might not be. We'll see. Uh, it'll be out before then. It might be seven new years. Just be lucky you're fucking hearing it. Wow. <laughs> He'll turn. Jesus. Um, so we're going to just go over our favorite stuff this year. Yeah. Um, do you want to... We also do least favorite. Yeah. I was thinking about that too, but I wanted to keep it posy. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that. Let me get this oh, out of the way. Watch these sisters. I was like, I can pull a couple. I can pull a couple. Oh, yeah. The Lashley sisters thing. Poor Sammy. Should um, we start with the bad stuff this year? Yeah. So we can yeah, end fuck, on a yeah, high so note? Fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Lashley sisters thing. Just the whole the Sammy. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, Saudi Arabia. Oh, the whole Sammy yeah. versus Bobby feud was... Pretty, pretty horrendous. The the obstacle course. Yeah, um, the obstacle course was not good. God, I mean, just the whole piss saga recently. All the pee pee stuff. That, yeah. Baron Corbin on the TV. Nope. And <laughs> I am so mad. Loved it. Did you? Yep. Even I, up at the end. No. I enjoyed it for two weeks. Yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> it at first. What did I then. say? When it first started happening, I'm the voice of reason. <laughs> I said like the reason I liked it was because it was a shit show. But then it was neither bad enough nor good for it to be entertaining. Yeah. It was right down the middle. It was just so bad that it was still just bad. It was but just not bad. bad enough to be like, where like, let's just say like, one of the ropes breaks when he walks in and like he trips over. Like, yeah. So far it starts getting comical. I wanted him to like, start getting overwhelmed by paperwork and like, just be shitty at his job. <laughs> it was, he was like, like, within kayfabe, 
got stuff done in a boring way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want that. Yeah. Um, I mean, something I disliked, on a more sour note, uh, cancer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Roman. Roman no, that, yeah. that sucks. And yeah. like, what, what sucks, and we can tie this back into just being shitty negative people that we are, the fucking way they tried to use real like that real life situation to get heat and then in the like in the dumbest fucking way and like then just didn't stick with it like if you are going to do that do it like but they didn't they just did it and then the next week was like a different motivation for dean that whole feud can be worst of the year yeah that feud was dean versus seth was for just like how much it should have been the most talked about thing in like the wrestling world it was just it fell it fell real flat yeah Carmella versus Asuka, I put same oh, same level. That was pretty good. Pretty trash. It's pretty good. Oh um, man, that one hurt. Giving uh, Braun the the fucking money in the bank briefcase. Um, the money in the bank pay per view, like in general, I thought was but. What was the episode we lost? Oh, uh, no payback. Payback <laughs> backlash. backlash. One of those two, whichever one we had this year. That one was the worst pay per view I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. And so bad that. Lost the episode. Yeah, um, so that was bad. I enjoyed the moment, but Nicholas, because I'm pretty sure that's what killed the Raw Tag Division. Oh, was Nicholas? Said that? Yeah, <laughs> losing the, the great talent Nicholas, had going back to school, we cannot, killed the division. We cannot blame that small boy on all this problem. No, it's, it's not his fault, it's the it's booking. His, it's, it's his dad's fault. It's, it's, his, John dad's it's fault. his dad's fault for not letting him wrestle. No, just, just that whole thing, because it killed the bar. It killed the whole division. Braun's like, I really didn't want this. I just wanted to beat some people up. This is that whole thing. Also, them building up this giant story with Roman, and then having him continually lose. Yeah. 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 Like, that's like cutting yourself off the fucking legs. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah, like, most of WrestleMania 2018 is like, kind of butt. His hour-long blade job. That was a lot of fucking blood. That and it was not at all would, in favor of the yeah, match. I would say like yeah, overall WrestleMania this year is pretty butt. Like there were some really good moments, like or re- not even really good moments, just good matches. Like, like that Ronda match was really good, and even Oscar versus Charlotte was a very good match, oh, yeah. even yeah. though like the ending was dumb. The yeah. booking of Oscar in the middle of the year, yeah. yeah. The disappearance of you Becky mean, in the middle of the year. You mean the booking of Oscar until two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because at the beginning of the year it was great because yeah. she won the Rumble. She was still just a killer, undefeated, doing all this. Um, and she had a, a feasible match against Emma. Emma was good. Emma's yeah, a good but still, she should have squashed everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she should. But Emma was really good. Mm-hmm. They should have chosen Emma. anyone else to be squashed by. Especially because then she got fucking fired right after. Yeah, that, that was so weird. Oh yeah, all, I mean, all the Enzo shit. That's bad. Oh god. Two hundred five live for a while. Bad. Although this year, this year is when it oh, turned well, it's, yeah. it's on my my good list. Is it? Except right now. now, I'm real worried about it. I'm not. I don't. I think they're gonna sell it off for parts like the the Marlins after they win a World Series. I, I so. think. I think that just Mustafa got over because he is a very charismatic person. That I think they're they saw like oh we can use him more and then the fact I think Debra probably wanted to work with him. Yeah. Well, they lost Ultimo Babyface and Daniel Bryan, so mm-hmm. they need a new one. And he's a great. He's a great underdog, like charismatic, like people just like gravitate towards him babyface and it's a really cool story that he was literally like an alternate and he was like doing jobs at NXT and just like 
goes up to Triple H like, hey, I've been here. You, like you, if you, you if you know, you know by now. Yeah. And then next week it's a call like he's getting signed. I feel like they're gonna build up a little bit. I feel like they're about to probably put the title on Leo Rush to be honest. Yeah. Do you that think- makes sense since he's been on TV. Yeah, and they're not gonna do any sort of like double duty with Mustafa on two hundred five. Right? No, like, he's, he's exclusively Smackdown. Smackdown. Yeah, but okay, let's go back to the worst. <laughs> yeah. Who is this? Is go around the room. We can do. Who was the worst wrestler in your eyes this year? The worst wrestler? Yeah, who was like your... In WWE? Okay. Just in general. He, like, even though... Me. <laughs> even though he, like, didn't make much of an impact over the whole of the year, Big Cass on SmackDown. Yeah. Fuck, that's my, that was my pick. Big Cass on SmackDown is, like... it. I still feel it, how bad it was, <laughs> and it's been, like, seven months... Like, holy shit, it was so bad. Like, it bogged down Daniel Bryan. It bogged down that whole show. It was weird. It was bad. Mine was going to be Big Cass as well. For that little bit when he came back, it just was a fucking shit in the goddamn fucking ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, big ass. Yeah, <laughs> more like big ass. Yeah. He just... That fucking smile that he had when he'd come out to the ring and uh, hold his hand up. <laughs> Who can forget Deer Rap Boy? Yeah. Um, I would say him, and then when James Ellsworth came back, I was just so mad. That yeah. was bad. That was all not very good. Like, great. it's even worse looking back on it now, but even in the moment, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Baron Corbin. Yeah. Those those, those ones right there. Um, Oster. Shaft. Shaft was okay. <laughs> no, Shaft rocks. Um, it's, I'm going to say Carmella. I I will like I'll that finishing move is pretty no badass. that code of silence is she fucking a, a, a good sick. move yeah well, so like, is Baron Corbin like same like he has yeah, a very the good deep six, six is so sick he, and, and the end of days is sick yeah, yeah and like the the choke slam backbreaker like he has good moves Donovan Dijak's hold move yeah it's just he's not good outside of that but just like she was put in such a spotlight and then every time she was in the ring it was like man. I like I liked her talking, but she was just doing Alexa Bliss, and yeah. Alexa Bliss is better. And Alexa it. Bliss like mixed with like kind of the like Staten Island like New York girl like yeah yeah she's really good at that in in spots yeah yeah when she was having to carry a lot of yeah. whole division it was well especially because then like she's in promos with Oscar who Oscar. Mm. English is definitely her second language yeah and it's like they don't let her do like Oscar like. Like talk or anything. Yeah. So you just got like twenty minutes of Carmella talking. Yeah. When it was just Carmella out there getting heat for like twenty minute segments. Yeah. And then her matches were just her getting heat by being a heel. And but then somehow winning clean over Charlotte and Oscar. Jesus. Like what? Yeah. Like world. I, mean, I love her now with our truth. I dance think breaks. she's doing great, and it's um, a different spot for her. I think like, that's a perfect spot for her. Like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean for sure, for sure. There, especially because there's so much, there's so much good talent mm-hmm. on the women's division that to have her like carry that title for as long as she did really made no sense. Yeah. Um, I don't. As far as like least entertaining performer, I, I of the feel year, like this is a hard one for you. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I think they're all trying their best, and I think they <laughs> I always think that. But I, I'll say, uh, I'm not a fan currently of what I love. When they show videos of Big Show uh, doing like ambassador roles 
but anytime I see him come out to wrestle now, I'm just like, why? Why? I get that. Yeah. Because I've, I've been feeling that for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> like, even more so recently. It's Especially because, like, like, oh, man, also, it felt like they might be doing something kind of interesting, like putting them at the bar, and then they immediately turn around. And it was just like, them. nope. Uh, I, I, feel, think, no, I feel like that was all for yeah. the. Uh, Saudi Arabia show. Yeah. Probably. They, want, they want to have the big giant. And I think this is a controversial one. Oh, boy. But got a little more Undertaker this year than I was actually really hoping oh, I, for. Oh, I was really, like, ready for, like, a real hot take. And that's yeah. Fair. You guys think that AJ Styles guy kind of fucking sucks, though, dude? <laughs> no, like, Undertaker... I, I, whenever... If I get once or twice a year of that like, gong hitting and that, like, five-minute intro, that's cool. Uh, but I mean, we got it a lot in we a short a amount of time. This year. His what was it? Did he wrestle at Mania? Yeah, against Cena. Cena. That, that was perfect. Was, that match was good. That right? was perfect. That should have been because it was until a minute and a half. Yeah. yeah. But like the Raw Twenty Five appearance was baffling. Digging holes and taking souls. <laughs> and also him just in plain light was weird. And it bad. was really weird. Oh like, man, that man. WrestleMania WrestleMania Twenty Five. I feel like it could go on both lists. Twenty Five. <laughs> Or no, WrestleMania 25, uh, Raw 25 could go on both lists of like good and bad because there was some really fun stuff, but it was also That's like, like WWE in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah, it was just a really like uh, awkwardly oh, like paced. Uh, it was an ambitious try on their part, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's uh, that's the worst stuff, which I yeah, which I enjoy. I mean, another just worst thing is. Hiromu's injury. Yeah, that's like just the worst thing in wrestling. Just because it's still up in the air. Mm. Like, yeah, possible career ender. Yeah, that was really bad. Just with all the momentum he had too, like Mm -hmm. it was such bad timing. Yeah. Okay, so let's just keep this going. We don't have to do worst anymore because yeah. Oh, thank God. I like being negative for a bit, but let's go. This is something I've been thinking about today, and Jen and I were talking about yesterday. Who is a big breakout star? Who had a breakout year this year? Yeah. Mustafa Ali. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I would say Tommaso Ciampa. I, I mean, I don't know as far as a face in DIY how he was, but for the position that he's in now as far as, like, fucking, like, perfect heel in a company, like, Tommaso Ciampa has had a fucking stellar say, year. I would say Ciampa and Gargano. But, like, like I, I'd have to disagree because they had... So much momentum as DIY. See, like, that's, okay. I missed all that. Okay, but I mean, like, as to like, Tommaso Ciampa on his own is such a fucking good heel. Like, even yeah. the stuff he's doing right now, where he's trying to position, like, he's clearly trying to manipulate Johnny. It's like, oh, that's one of my favorite. I mean, we'll get into it for sure. But like, as far as good stuff this year, Gargano Ciampa have been fucking. Oh, we'll talk. They oh, steal yeah. the show. Oh, I mean, yeah. Matt Riddle is a. I mean. Uh, like on the indies, people knew about him and stuff. He had all this momentum, but where, how quickly he's already like so established in NXT. Yeah, same with Ricochet. <clears throat> yeah, R- Ricochet feels a little bit different than Riddle because because he was already at the top. He yeah, he was like the king of the indies. He had been like on the top of the indies for a while. Had a bunch bunch of notoriety in New Japan. Everybody knew Ricochet because he was the dude that did like double backflips and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I have three different ones. I feel like had like. Some breakthrough years in 2018. Um, one would be Mustafa Ali because it's yeah, undeniable. Absolutely, the yeah. dude fucking had a great year. Mm-hmm. Continuing had some of the best matches in WWE TV. Um, next two aren't assigned to WWE. One's Adam Page, Hangman. Okay. Yeah. Because his G1 showing was that was built to put him on the next level. And then the other one is Joey Janela. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Because, like, at the end of last year, he started getting some traction, got booked with PWG, was doing more stuff. This year, with booking his the Game Changer shows even more so, like, they were fucking wild. Like, some mm. of the matches he was putting on. Like, breakout star David Arquette? I mean, in a way, like, David Arquette, the year he's had, yeah. like, is wild. Like, um, and then my boy the match between the Hangman and um, Janela at All In, like, that match was so good. It was, like, one of the more captivating matches. Mm-hmm. It was, like, I feel like Janela really, like, upped his stock so much this year. Mm. And same with Hangman, who became less of just the Young Bucks buddy to, like, people want to watch him. Yeah. yeah. Um, that reminds me of someone that... Like it's kind of a breakout year, and it's more of the comeback year. Is PCO? PCO. Jesus I mean, Christ. dude just is in his fifties and just got signed to Ring of Honor. Like, oh, damn. damn, that's fucking wild. He used to fight with Bret Hart. Yeah, stole his other jacket. Yeah, I um, mean, same same with Brody King. Just got signed. The Mark Haskins just got signed. Like, there's a bunch of people that are like Bandito just got Bandito, signed. Like, Bandito's another one that had a, a, a huge breakout, huge breakout year. year. Yeah, uh, I feel like back like in the WWE uh, world of things too. Buddy Murphy. Like, um, yeah. prior to this year, I knew, like, Blake and Murphy, you know? Like, I knew that name. Uh, but I didn't really think much about it at all. And then where Buddy Murphy's at now, like, that fucking match at Super Showdown, when he came out in his hometown looking like a fucking, like, just a hero. With that, ca- like, draped around him. And they just, like, used to post stuff online, uh, NXT's Instagram. It's like, Buddy Murphy, hashtag best kept secret. And then every now and then you see a video, I'm like, oh, well, that's a cool move. Like, oh, that looks good. Yeah. And then when he just emerged, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was just about a year oh. ago. I mean, because it was a year, it was January last year when they started the tournament, which is when he moved to 205 Live. So, like, it's not even been a full year yet that he's kind of been on this. And he's one of those people and, that's like, if I see Buddy Murphy versus whoever in whatever match, I'm like, oh, it's going to be fucking Oh, I got It's like, I got to watch it. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be a really good one. Um, I was going to say, oh, sir, you haven't. I. I think he has more, but maybe it's just because I became aware of him this year, but Jeff Cobb? Um, I agree with you because he got signed to Ring of Honor this year. Uh-huh. He won Battle of Los Angeles this year oh, for shit. PWG, and I think, he, I think he's a PWG champion now, too. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I just, I mean, I, watching him... And in, the Ring of Honor television champion. Yeah. Watching him in the recent uh, Japan shows, like, even in those what tag he got signed matches... Like, did New Japan... Great call, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I was thinking, like, because yeah. like everyone in WWE has already had a moment, and now they're having a bigger moment. Yeah. Like Becky, like in my opinion, Daniel. Um, yeah. They're having a bigger moment now than they did then. They're I mean, like almost like Daniel's they've case. already broken. They're like out resurgence. Like they're already there, but they're having like a, a next look. I mean, I mean Becky was a part of like. She was the first, like, the first woman draft pick in the draft. Yeah. She was the first, like, women's, SmackDown Women's Champion. She's been to the top of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Her popularity is bigger than it's ever been, but it's not a breakthrough moment where yeah. she's finally come on. She wasn't, like, relatively unknown before this current yeah. Or under, like, super underappreciated. Like, I'd say another person kind of like that outside of WWE is Will Ospreay. Like, the year he's had is, like, pretty... Like ridiculous. Well, especially because like, like now it's not just in the juniors division. Yeah, like, he's not just a fl- like a like flippy dude anymore. Like he had his the way his matches have evolved. He's an injured dude. Yeah, he's an injured dude. But like his matches have evolved to be like a lot more dynamic and entertaining now than than just flippy. Like 
high point stuff. Just be a better person. Yeah, I know. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Please. Ricochet did it. Yeah. Uh... I guess, no, that was last year. I was going to say The Dream, but that was last year. Velveteen? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, his he's still moving up. Like I think he got himself in a little hot water recently. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh. he's wanting to get called up super bad. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. But, but I mean I think he's still on an upward trajectory. He is. He's, his matches are getting better and better. He's young, it's more so they're probably gonna show like teach him a little lesson mm-hmm. and then he'll be fine. He, he, they, they still know he's young. It's like Leo Rush. He's they're gonna teach him a lesson for a while and then he's gonna be NXT champion in a year to two. One to two years and how could he think that going up to the main roster would be a good idea for him right now? I he get wants the wall. I totally get it with his wallet. I totally get the desire to do it, but it's like for how young he is and like for how long his career can be. That's why that he, should be a no. That's rush. why he's not thinking about it yet. Yeah. It's because he's young and like inexperienced and stuff. So um, we just went over breakout stars, which I love talking about like the fresh talent because like, especially like with guys like Paige and Janela, like seeing Joey Janela like, coming from like oh he just does funny matches with like Virgil and he got Marty Janae to do a Canadian Destroyer, <laughs> to like now he's putting on really good matches. Who's somebody that you feel in 2019 they're going to either break out or they're going to have, like, or they're a little bit underappreciated right now? And who's going to be having that big resurgence? Or not resurgence. Who's going to break through? Who do you feel is, like, that next, like, that guy that's, like, right there? David Arquette. I mean, I think I think we're already seeing signs of it, and I think it could go one or two ways, but, like, I feel like every year could be, like, Bianca Belair's year to, like, turn into a real wrestler. Like, a very, very, very good full-on wrestler, not just, af- like, athletic phenomenon. Yeah. So, like, we'll see, like, she keeps getting better and better, like... Her versus Shayna's gonna be a real test for both of them, because they're usually both in the ring with people who are way more experienced Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. like, if this is the shits, which I don't think it will be... Because yeah. Shane is Shane is a very smart worker who mm-hmm. understands her character and what her character would do. Because yeah. I think it's just essentially her, and so I don't think it will be the shits per se. But it, it's it's just one of those ones. That's like it's I'm I'm very curious to see. Yeah, I am too. Like I think that as if she stays on the right track, she could like she has all the athletic skill and talent in the world, and I think her character work is getting there to where like she just needs to turn into a wrestler now, like mm-hmm. transform like. She needs to not be obviously thinking about what she's doing yeah. all the time. But it, when she gets there, with the amount of athletic ability she has, like, she could be something amazing. I, I think that uh, Leo Rush is probably going to have a really stellar 2019. He's, I, I agree with you, because they put a lot yeah. into him. I mean, they, Which they, fucking blows my mind. Well, they clearly are confident in his, like, mic skills. And I think once he gets a chance to kind of open up in, like as a Open performer up his bag as well, of tricks. yeah. Like I think he's gonna have a really stellar 2019. So those are two like nice ones. What about you, sir? Who do you think? Who do you think like on that call? Well, when I was thinking of this, I think on the main roster, 2019 is gonna be Mustafa Ali's year. I think it's hard to disagree with you. Yeah, because yeah. I, I was thinking of that question. I for a second I was like, did I bring that up? But um, oh, were you thinking of that question today? Well, yeah, hell yeah. Um, Same but page. Mustafa Ali was my answer because it's just like he's not only a breakout from last year, but you think like now he's gonna break out even more because he's on the main roster, so he's gonna get bigger and bigger. Um, 
I mean, I think we mentioned him before, but I think Matt Riddle's gonna go f- go yeah. crazy in NXT. <laughs> oh yeah, like it's hard because I feel like we've mentioned all the ones who are going to be that yeah next year, and it's hard to predict. Like I want it to be Nikki Cross and Candice, but who knows what they'll do with them? Right. I, I feel they're they're so both can't miss. Yeah. I feel with like Candice is such a great underdog. Nikki just like proved her worth. Um. I agree with Matt Riddle a thousand percent. I think oh, yeah. NXT is gonna be fucking just Matt Riddle like this next year. Yeah, it's gonna be Matt Riddle in the undisputed era, pretty much. Yeah, um, it's it's a little bit tough. I I feel like there's a couple like there's just so many people. I feel like they're on that cusp. Um, I feel that main roster. I think it's gonna be EC three. I yeah. So he was I was percent thinking about. I I'm so on the fence. I mean, he could very easily get. I think lost in the shuffle if they don't like keep him going with this just like top one percent cocky motherfucker. Because he was really good with this in in Impact. I think yeah. it's screen time. As long as he gets the screen time to do it, he has the charisma enough. To... Totally. Like if the cameras are on him, he'll make it work. I mean, it's like a to me, it's like kind of the same thing with Rusev. As if they're giving him the screen time, he's get people are he's gonna do things that people are gonna love. Like yeah. you just people cheer him. It's just what they are inclined to do. So I think EC3 could have a fucking phenomenal year or get sort of in that mix where it's just like something good's going to come for him at some point. Uh, I hope this next year Bobby Roode gets a little bit more of a... The show, brother? Uh, yeah, yeah, just a little bit more of a showcase of like how fucking good he is. Um, I do think in this like whole, like, the McMahons are saving WWE shit uh, that, uh, at least with what they... What I saw would on you, Raw. Would you consider him then, like, if we went with this category here, because this is another one I'm just thinking? I guess it wouldn't be a breakthrough. Would you him. Would you consider him like one of your most underrated people right now? Yeah, I think so. Um, or maybe uh, maybe not even under underutilized. Yeah, 100%. I think it's a better way to do it because like mm-hmm. I rate him very high. Yeah, but his utilization is very low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine for something like that is super easy. It's Carl Anderson. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. dude is so fucking good. Yeah, Adam Anderson. If if like think about like underutilized or underrated or just like underexposed like there's some people out there too that are like I've seen matches from that aren't in WWE but like oh my god if they had a chance to do it like someone like Walter like who we know it's obvious that he doesn't really want to do that because he wants to stay in Europe so like if he does it it'll just be for NXT UK stuff and but if he had the chance he could do so much like (laughs) There's a few dudes like that from WXW. Yeah. Like Marcel Bartel. Is oh, that, like that dude is like another He's so one that's good. super. And I, Ilya Dragunov. Oh, from I, WXW. apparently he got he, he was in the last tryout too. Okay. So He's many, amazing. There's so like, many people so in NXT that like I would love to say like Keith Lee, Donovan Dijak, like all these guys are like, oh, they're so good, just like but I also trust like because with NXT, like they're starting to like kind of repackage Donovan Dijak. Now he's Donovan McDijak. Dijakovic and Dijakovic Don Dijon Don Dijon he's a mustard man and like now they're starting to push him and I just feel like they're doing it smart like yes we know we have so much people we're gonna piece by piece you're gonna start seeing him really hop into the main part of it and so like with that I I just know I have to be patient yeah but like with the main roster it's like they just fucking throw him to the like they're gonna throw him to the wolves yeah and so I think EC3 is gonna be the one that's like He's going to be a fucking star. Yeah. yeah. He's a good-looking guy. He is jacked beyond belief. He's offensively tan. Offensively tan. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any in Japan? 
Um, they do a good job of building people, and like the like, I think maybe Naito probably gonna have a pretty good year. Naito, he was already IWG. Yeah, he's already. Yeah. yeah, he's like already he, one of the top. He just three. have another good. Um, um, it just depends on what happens. Like with, I mean, guys like Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, Tanahashi, Okada, like. They're like all like some of the wrestlers of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. Switchblade had like a pretty big breakthrough year this year. Mm-hmm. Is he ready to like go through to the next step? This this Wrestle Kingdom will really say. But as far I mean, maybe Taiji Shimori, Shingo Takage, like I, those two, I think are gonna be really fun to watch. Yeah, um, what about Taichi? Sonata is like a dude that I think is always like a step away from being. We like, got just like. Just a fucking tiniest bit of charisma. Just a grain of charismatic sand. 30, 30 to 60 picograms of charisma, because that's <laughs> he, about how much John Jones tested positive for. Fucking trainable. Yeah. Yeah, because he's so fucking good in the ring. Like, and he's like so athletic and so good in the ring. So crisp, so clean, like yeah. everything's believable. The handsome like guy. Yeah. Real tall hair. Just needs some charisma. Yeah, any. Any charisma. Yeah. But no, like, Japan does a good job of like. Really build. It. I mean, like, I guess like getting rid of Michael Hogan would be great. Yeah, yeah. Pushing, pushing best friends more. Yeah, just mm-hmm. because like I think Trent could be really really good in the in like the never open way. But like they, yeah, they Jeff do- Cobb could also like yeah. even go even further over there. Yeah, it's, yeah, they're they're doing they do a good job. They do a good job. Cheeseburger, more cheeseburger. <laughs> Always more cheeseburger. Um. All right. What about some favorite favorite moments of this year? Uh, there's, there's a lot. This is a big year. Um, I have a list. For me, like, a personal one, just because I know, like, it's not on everyone's, but just, like, the the Progress Hello Wembley show is, like, yeah. it's a real good show. Like, and it, there were some people on that show, like Ilya Dragunov, who had never seen wrestle, and then in one match was like, okay, this is a dude that I need to watch for. Like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so, like, that show was... a big one for me like it was it's so good yeah one that i think uh, a lot of people are going to disagree with but one of my favorite moments of this year was uh daniel bryan's return i actually thought it was pretty cool actually, why would we disagree with you i thought it was pretty cool most people who just, gives a fuck about daniel Bryan? most people just think oh great yeah oh, look at this look, look at this at, fucking goat boy like <laughs> my favorite my favorite wrestler big cast Hated him because he was short, and I hate him because he's short too. <laughs> I think most people do, but it was hey, pretty you were decent. Short guy, why do they like you? No, Daniel Bryan's return. Yeah, that's yeah. like yeah. top of the fucking I mean, list. I have like his return and his heel turn. Like, yeah, yeah. Like those were some of the best moments of the year. I mean, like that was like if you think of like moments that like made me cry in wrestling. Yeah. Daniel Bryan's return. Daniel is, like, Bryan's right the fuck return was definitely up there. Um, speaking of moments that made me cry, uh, the resurrection. Of Joey uh, uh, Ryan's penis, yeah. yeah, the Dick Druids. <laughs> um, so the play off of All In, it was fucking Cody winning the NWA title. That was really cool. That was fucking so cool to be. And first off, just All In in general, yeah, to be like, like number one. Yeah, I gotta go and be like a part of. That. I was in the crowd, like, and with Cody winning that title, that's like the first time a father and son have ever uh, like held that belt. Held like that belt. they had such an old school fucking match, and like. That was electric in there. Like, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it yeah. right now. Because, like, you, you if you could fucking bottle that feeling up that, like, was in the air, like, you'd be a fucking millionaire selling that. It was yeah. like, you could just, like, it was unreal. Mm. Um, all in in general. Like, yeah. the, the reveal of Flip Gordon at the end when he won. 
And, like, just knowing that whole storyline. Yeah. Like, all the matches. The fucking Joey Ryan penis thing. Like, yeah. All that was Yo, so fucking dude, cool. Dude, Jericho showing up as Pentagon. Jericho, like, just showing up as Pentagon. Like, all that, of yeah. that was so awesome. Like, the Jay Lethal Macho Man stuff. Like, and them doing the fucking, like, mania spots. Like, it blew my mind. Yeah. I, mean, I loved every moment of that. Yeah, that was a cool event. Then, similar to, like, Evolution yeah. this year, like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. it sucks so much, the reasoning behind it, because you know it's a trade-off for them doing Saudi Arabia shows. Yeah. But that show itself was, was so great. much, like, it was so much better than almost any pay-per-view the WWE ever puts yeah. on yeah. anymore, like, that. It, it, it was, was it so was, good. It was a really fun time. It was a, like, from top to bottom, it was a solid show. They booked it so smart. I love that there was a difference in production. Mm. It didn't feel like a WWE show. It felt different. It felt and better. And that Becky and Charlotte match was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, another one, like, uh, just like a moment in... Shinsuke eliminating yeah. Roman Reigns. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. Yeah. And, Oscar, like, both of them winning. Oscar and Shinsuke I'm winning. Going Roman over, like... Hand like kind of Vince McMahon handpicked people, yeah, like Nikki Bella for Asuka and Roman Reigns for Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. Like, that is huge, especially like both people of color. Like, both of them, like, always like Japanese people in, in WWE are slaughtered at a very certain level, and them showing like doesn't matter, they can connect yeah. with the crowd totally. Um, the one I was thinking back to is that gauntlet match with Seth was like the first yeah. like inkling of like oh man we're getting something good coming because it was kind of in that like swimming pool of like fuck like what's going on and that's like what helped push him into the like stratosphere yeah. and it was just like Seth like going the it's like okay they might have a plan for something going on at least you know like I'm into this and like that was a cool little spark of like alright this could be good again we also got the Golden Lovers reunion this yeah, year. That like, was, yeah, that was Omega also this year. Winning the title. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That like Omega Okada. We'll three. we'll we'll get into that one. Yeah. Um, Becky, Bloodface, Bloodface. Oh, that yeah. like maybe moment of the year. Like it's definitely of like just singular in the moment. wrestling world. Like, it has to be. It's iconic. Like, yeah. Uh, there's just there's a bunch of other stuff that has happened where like. I feel it's since that one's so fresh. Yeah, yeah. it feels like it. that one just feels like a singular tiny moment. No, like, yeah, a lot of mine are though. Same, yeah. Oh, same way because yeah. if, we're, if we're boiling it down to moments, one of mine was uh, uh, like jump off my couch, like oh fuck, was Roddy turning on Pete Dunne to join the Undisputed Era? Oh, yeah. So yeah, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? It was, my, that was a cool moment. My smallest one because I've watched it a million times was Io Shirai's moonsault and jeans. Yeah, that was <laughs> so good. Uh, Most of what they've been doing in the last two weeks has been really good. (laughs) Yeah. Charlotte beating up Ronda. That was fucking phenomenal to me. Oh, man. Um, This one's selfish, but seeing Joey Ryan and Matt Riddle live. Yeah. um, Oh, that's cool. Matt Riddle's debut. All in. His debut. (laughs) Can I say say all in again? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Change the world. And what was the other thing I had written down? Oh, that's it. Um, that North American title debut match, that ladder match. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ricochet we'll, and EC3. We'll get, to, we'll get to matches. This is okay. kind of like a personal one, but think back to that that house, the Raw house show we went to. Actually, like, seeing that little girl in front of us with the Roman Reigns yeah. signs and stuff. Dude, like, she rocked. It, it's, it's just a nice reminder of, like, the, like, childhood love of wrestling. Yeah. Like, at a house show with, like, Roman Reigns signs. It's like this While you're girl, wrestling like, the, the day after All In... We told yeah. we said this oh, on the podcast yeah, yeah. before. 
the special needs guy that was in front of just having the best time. Yeah. And, like, me and Mike Brown and Jenna just, like, sitting behind him. And, like, you could... It was just like feeding his, off of his energy. Yeah, and, like, his sister was like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. We're like, no, don't be sorry. Because, like, she, she just didn't want, like, him to bother anybody. But he's there just yelling and chanting. Yeah. Like, he, like, oh, fuck it, what's his... Darby Allen was there. He's like, is that Jeff Hardy? Oh, hey. <laughs> We're like, no. And then, like, I would, exp- like, I'd try to explain a little bit of stuff to the people behind us. Yeah. Who were calling uh-huh. Tesla Blanchard Tesla. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Darby Allen is the Jeff Hardy of our generation, so... <laughs> the new Jeff Hardy, I guess. The new Jeff Hardy? Yeah. But, no, just, like, seeing him <laughs> and then you. seeing him get so stoked because he had this wrestling ring pillow. Yeah. And, like... Him getting just stoked that the ref was even signing it, mm-hmm. like little things like that, like uh, that just was like fuck yeah, like, this is like the best part of wrestling. Yeah, that know? same like house show when that little girl was like, like screaming for Roman Reigns, like her. I mean, I'm, presu- I'm assuming she mom cried when he came out, and her mom was there like freaking out. Her like I assume grandpa yeah. or dad, I think it was or, dad. Yeah, they were all flipping out. It's like that's like as polarizing a, a character as Roman Reigns as was as a wrestler. It's like. To like know like this family gets behind this one guy like that's a cool like bond they all share. It's like yeah, that's yeah. A cool. That's one of those things about wrestling where it's like that's fucking sweet when there's like there's something for everybody. I loved that moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here's a, a more wrestling moment when fucking Alistair Black pulls Johnny Gargano up and it's like I absolve you of your sins. Yeah. 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 Fucking it's very him. good. Yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, I love that. Um, that perfectly timed kick Adam Cole had to ricochet. Oh man, that back. Yeah, yeah that like moonsault. Moon yeah. Super kick. Yeah. 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 Well, let's talk about our favorite matches this year. Matches. Um, let's just go around. We'll just do, like you said, draft style. Draft style. Yeah. I'll go first. Oh. Mine's weird because I'm a noted Brock Lesnar hater, and I probably have some recency bias to it. But Brock Lesnar, Daniel Bryan, uh, that's that was fantastic. A match. I have not been that uncomfortable since I saw Hereditary in theaters. <laughs> um, like I yeah. was like, oh, he's just gonna play possum. Daniel Bryan's gonna fight, and it went on for so oh, man. so long, long that I was like, oh, they're just gonna do this weird Brock push, and yeah. then, like when. Daniel Bryan, like, did that, like, desperation, like, kick and kicked him in the head. It was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's so cool. And I I rewatched it today, and it doesn't feel the same, because you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, his comeback is so fucking fun to watch. And Brock Lesnar giving a shit and selling and, Uh like... Selling his ass off. Yeah. And it just shows, like, there's so many people who talk so much shit. Yeah. On Brock Lesnar. Like, he sucks. He's the fucking worst. He should be fucking shot. Blah, blah, blah. I see it on Twitter every fucking day. It's because they don't like him as a human being, which is fair. Yeah. He's not the best human being. But motherfucker is great at professional wrestling. When he wants to. When he wants to be. Um, and it's very interesting who he selects to do that with. Because it's the well, same people, I would too. It's no one big. It's everyone smaller than him. Because those are the guys that also make him look good, and he respects. Because he respects Daniel Bryan. Because Daniel Bryan, like, can go out there and like shoot and roll around and like do that. He respects AJ Styles because AJ Styles will make him look like a fucking million dollars. Yeah. And he respects him on Joe because he's a big fucking badass that would probably also rock his head. Yeah. I thought there was a moment in that match. Even rewatching it, I was like, wait, does he tap out to Daniel Bryan? Like, he just makes it so believable. It's like Daniel. Well, somebody Bryan's who hates wrestling. Out. Brock Lesnar does. He's really good. He really yeah. is. And like, no, like, uh, I was believably convinced a couple times. I was like, oh, Daniel Bryan could win. Yeah. Like, I knew he wouldn't, but he could. But he could. 
Okay. Well, All right. You say what about what any about? other matches from that you want to go over? Else? Oh, we're just gonna do. So I have I have five on my list. So we'll just okay. Do, yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll just toss one out here into the ether. Um, this is from Dominion in Osaka. Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada, and what may be the very best wrestling match I've ever watched in my whole life. Yeah, I was so gonna good. rewatch it today, but it's like two hours. It's a long. It's an hour eighteen. Or I couldn't. Something I couldn't like. find a, a good enough like stream of it, so I was just like, I gave up. It is God one of the damn. best matches yeah. I've ever seen in my life. It's my number two. Um, it's so good. The energy, the the build, they fucking just go and go. And go, yeah, and go, and they them like learning from their previous matches, like them evolving everything, and Kenny Omega finally getting this fucking moment, and um, Okada finally getting to chill, yeah, and Okada like Okada, but just like a, like the fucking perfect ending to that fucking reign, yeah, that had every title defense fucking mean something and be great. Where he has great matches with guys like fucking Bad Luck Filet of Fish. Yeah. <laughs> and like the matches like he had with Shibata and Ishii and the other ones with Omega. Just everybody. I mean, fucking, oh, so fucking good. I Yeah, that was one of those things. Because that was the first, uh, it was Dominion, right? Where that yes. happened. I remember like watching that match, like staying up late watching that match. And it was just like, I was so fucking tired. The sun's coming up. But it was just like. Wow, that like I don't know. There's the whole moment was just so cool. Like that then, was one of the best matches I'll ever watch. And then in my next life. thing you know, you can't go back to sleep. Yeah, it like gets you right back up. I did pass the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, but you're just like so hyped. Yeah, it was God, just like, like what oh, did man. I just? Well, because like Katie was like, I, I'm so excited to watch this match, but I'm gonna have to do it in the morning, so I'm gonna pass out. And like going to best one to wake her up and be like, it was so fucking cool. <laughs> that was the year before yeah. uh, Dominion. Uh, Jenna was visiting before she yeah. moved in, and and it was th- yeah, them two again, thing. and it was it was their second match that they had, and like I was just yelling like, yeah. in her fucking ear. Katie and I rewatched that third match the, the next morning, and I got just as fucking excited. It was like so, every so time good. I think I watched it like three yeah. times in two days. Like yeah, it was the it was the best match. It was the best match ever. In I my in my humble opinion, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite matches this year. Mm-hmm. Mako Satamora and Tony Storm in the Mae Young Classic semifinals. Mm-hmm. The thing mm-hmm. uh, where Tony pinned her. It was just such a good, good match. Mako Satamora I had never heard of before this year. Uh, and I was just like completely blown away. Uh, Tony Storm is probably someone who's going to have a fucking phenomenal 2019 as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I missed her, but yeah. But yeah, that I match. guess like, I guess like in, in, in like some of them, it's just like I think of like her and like Io Shirai. Like it's like can't miss like yeah yeah especially because like they've already been it's like a sure thing almost. like so yeah. it's like it's like why even like say oh they're gonna have like break it because like no like duh yeah I want to get into uh, after we do some of our favorite matches I want to get into maybe like uh, some like feuds we might be looking yeah, forward yeah. to yeah for 2019 but yeah like totally Rhea Ripley Tony Storm is one that I'd be like so fucking jazzed on yeah but yeah that Mako Satomura I was like totally in awe of, of her like this year in the May Young Classic she's had such like star power was it uh, first match was, was it Killer Kelly yeah mm. that match I that thought was, was really so good. fucking good like hell I, yeah I, hell yeah. yeah I hadn't been like sold on Killer Kelly until that match but she's really good and then like being in there with Mako was like 
Holy <laughs> shit. That's like, like one of those like star making matches where it's like, oh, Killer Kelly's someone to watch. I mean, I'm sure yeah. she's had I mean, she's had great matches before as well. I, I think we talked about it when it happened, but realized that like every match that we'd seen. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about my dogs. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> you know. Like the matches we'd seen of her before so were a little awkward, but they were probably her, her first matches in twenty foot, like twenty foot rings. And not these like. And then we realized, like, <laughs> yeah, the like sixteen foot rings and stuff. So like realized, like oh, she was just get, they were just awkward and weird because she was getting used to them. But she's really good too. Yeah. Um, speaking of tiny rings, uh, because again, it's like one that no one else will mention, but. Uh, from Progress's Hello Wembley show, Ilya Dragunov versus Pete Dunne is a match that I cannot tell everyone to watch enough because it's so fucking good. Ilya Dragunov is really good. He was in uh, some PWE stuff. So that's where I had seen him. Yeah, it's so fucking good. It's like it's a brutal match. It's set up to be like the best of Europe, and it like lives up to it. It ends with Pete Dunne getting a submission with finger manipulation because nice. it's, it's like brutal, and they're just headbutting each other, and it's like. It's a buck wild match. Like, hell yeah. It's like third from the main event on that show, but it's like makes it hard for the last couple matches to live up to it. It's so good. Yeah. So. Uh, my number four is Becky versus Charlotte. Oh, uh, are you going in? Or, are you going in a certain order? I don't have an. I don't have an exact order, but I yeah, like that nah, you're doing. I'm just. That. I'm, I'm just going. Whatever. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because I just said like what I thought's the best match I've ever seen. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, Becky. Becky versus Charlotte. I mean, it. Man, it's just insane. Like, because another one on my list later, but it's... I think I love Last Man Standing matches. They're great. I love them, too. they can be terrible, but if they're done well, they're they are great. Yeah. I don't know. They just proved... Like, they've been proving this for a while, but they just proved that they can do anything a dude can do but better. And, like... Being buried under the chairs. There's like, a song with that. Anything you can do, I can Mia Hamm and <laughs> Michael Jordan commercials from the nineties. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, it like, like Becky finally winning. Yeah. Like Charlotte. I mean, looking fucking strong as hell. Like, I don't know. It just, I love that match. Absolutely, it's a great match. Great match. Good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. Next one for me is another New Japan match. Hoshi Tanahashi versus Kota Ibushi. Oh, the fucking yeah. G1. Yeah. Yeah. That was oh, man. so fucking good. And like, that, oh my god, that match, like, that was the finals, and like, there's two awesome stories that could be told, like, with the next match. So, they, and then they just told that great story in the ring, too, that. Because they've, they've had those matches, Tanahashi and Ibushi. And like the last one they had, like, Ibushi just couldn't do it. And he was like, hey, maybe next time, kid, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he still couldn't fucking do it. And it's the, the veteran, the fucking ace of the company, showing why he's the fucking ace. Yeah. And he's fucking in his 40s. He was hurt. And he had one of the best performances in a G1 that I've seen. And that fucking match just, like, it tore down the house. It, like... There was so much emotion, and it's like when you see like how much that Hiroshi Tanahashi means to those fans. It's like holy shit. He's 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 the New Japan John Cena. Yeah, and it's it was just an awesome match, and it sets up a, a very intriguing match for Wrestle Kingdom this next year, which is next week. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. that's right. It's next week, uh, like Thursday. 
in like midnight or whatever going yeah. to Friday. So it's letting you guys know that because I will be awake. We'll have to figure that out. Figure but, it out. Um, that I mean, it just it was a great cap to like a an awesome G one. Yeah, G one was sick, and G one was one of the better wrestling. And Hiroshi Tanahashi, like I said, he proved why he was the ace, mm-hmm. why he's still the ace. He will forever be a fucking ace. Go ace! I want to pick both matches. Okay, but I'm gonna go specifically the Gargano. The okay, uh, Gargano versus uh, Almas. Uh, at Takeover, the one, the Royal Rumble one, Philly, wasn't it? Yeah, Philly. Yeah. And then the match after that was one of my really is the sticks out is because Gargano puts his career the one on the fucking NXT the, TV. Yeah. yeah, the one on NXT TV. Gargano puts his career on the line for the title against Almas. That's when Champa makes his big return to just a fucking immeasurable amount of heat, costing Gargano the match. Gargano leaves NXT. It starts this huge fucking feud, but Andrade and Gargano had such chemistry. Like, I mean, they got that first five star match that Meltzer it's gave in WWE match since 2011. Like, then Johnny got another one. Yeah, the next yeah. one. So they and had there was also another one on that same paper. Yeah. yeah. No, they like Gargano and Almas had such fucking good chemistry together. And God, that they match were so was so fucking good. So good. Everybody and, played their roles in that match perfect because like yeah. Zelina was so good in those ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then like in the second one. Like or in that same first like when Candace comes out and like beats up Zelina and you're like holy shit just like the storm of just so fucking yeah. awesome and then yeah. at the end of it we're fucking Johnny's leaving and he's like waving goodbye getting that sandy ovation taking it in and then here fucking comes Champa just being the goddamn dick he is yeah and, oh <laughs> so good God it was him like just standing over just looking like. Fucking hack. Oh, look like he crawled out of a fucking cave, but he, he was just like been a, doing yeah. push ups. He looked in that like cave. a well dressed Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I literally hadn't thought about this match in a while until just now and remembered how great it is. It's Hiromu Takahashi versus Taiji Ishimori. The best the, of Super Juniors finals. finals. The best of Super Fuck juniors. yeah, that was. Is that the one right before he got hurt? Yes. Yeah, where he uh, went down the stairs yeah. and was just oh, a madman. That match was, that match was so fucking good. Taiji like, Ishimori is really good, and like he was been in Noah for a long time, was doing stuff on Impact. Comes in as Bone Soldier, and him and Takahashi, because Hiromu just was. Just out of his fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. working Rana down, like, stadium <laughs> oh, stairs. Oh, the stairs? Fuck, yeah. yeah. They, was there, there was some, like, the fucking pile driver. Mm. That scared me. And the, the running dropkick from the entire length of, like, the building <laughs> up in the stands that he did. Was, yeah. That's so fucking nuts. Yeah, it was out of control. Uh, uh, they, those two put on a hell of a final. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, Gargano Champa four, the last one. Uh, the un- which one? The last one standing. Is one. that the one where he where Johnny drove his knee into that thing so he couldn't stand up? Yeah. And like Tommaso rolled off and like got onto his feet. Yeah, yeah that was a really that last man standing match was. I mean, cool. just their entire feud in general. Yeah. But like that match, like it was kind of like the Okada Omega match, like where it's like. How do they have this much energy to do this? Yeah. Like, how how can they keep going? Um, it's just, it's so, mem- it's still in my head. Yeah. That's why it's on this list, because it's like, um, these might 
on my list might not be the best matches, but they're the ones that stuck with me. Um, but yeah, when he like put his knee through the thing, he just went too far. And yeah, because like he had the match won, but he got lost in his own fucking hatred. So that fucking Sith shit that I love. Get more Star Wars and wrestling. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that match is. I mean that feud was a oh, feud of the year. Same, and it's still going. Like and still interesting. Yeah, and it's taking new angles. I, I love what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, they just, every time they get in the ring together, it's fucking magic. I mean, they have so much chemistry, Mm -hmm. and that comes from working together and working against each other. It's like Kevin and Sammy, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, my next one is probably a weirder choice, but I felt this match was. Tai Chi? A fucking perfect storm. David Arquette versus Nick Gage. And a great way to showcase a lot of people, but it was the North American ladder match. It was fucking EC3 and Ricochet's debut match on NXT. Um, Ricochet looked fucking phenomenal. Like his second move in the fucking company was like that fucking springboard shooting star to the outside. Like they made him look like a star. They made... EC3 was bumping his fucking dick off. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole just looked like a fucking star. Like, you could tell that the, the big directive was protect Adam Cole at all costs, protect Ricochet at all costs. Yeah. Those two are the stars. Killian Dane fucking being who he is. I love him. He is so... That's a fucking underutilized guy right there. Yeah, that Killian Dane. Yeah. Fucking Dane. Because... Him and then like when him and Lars were in there, and you get that big boy battle. I'm just yeah, like fuck it, get him. Lars just taking everybody out with a ladder, like in between his head. Yeah. Oh the yeah. Terry Funk spot. I love it. Uh, uh, Velveteen with that like shaky elbow drop off the top of that twenty footer, dude. That yeah, was like, fucking intense. It was just such a good match. Yeah. And mm. It showcased everybody. It was the best way to start off that fucking pay per view weekend. Yeah. Because it was right before. Uh, for Mania, which is just a, a good time anyways, and they set it the fuck off. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, I have a couple more. I'm just gonna shoot them out. I got three. I got... I still have brother. One. You have one more? Yeah. But you can do whatever. Okay. I mean, I don't want to take anyone else's, so I'll just go with one, I suppose. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Murphy versus Cedric Alexander at Super Showdown in Australia. Okay. Just because... Uh, Buddy Murphy took the title, but what, seriously, his that entrance was like gave me like chills almost. Him like draped in the fucking flag, coming out, hometown hero, thousands of people going ape shit for him. He just goes like fucking sprinting down that long ass fucking like ramp in the ring. It just had such energy behind it. Uh, that match was so fucking good. Um, yeah, Buddy Murphy took the title off Cedric, and what they've done with Cedric since I think has been awesome Buddy Murphy's only been fucking growing that match was one of my favorites of the year for sure yeah, yeah. it was a really good match like you know that they're they put on good matches like 205 Live in general just the cruiserweights but like yeah. that one like it stands out it stands out it exceeded it like exceeded expectations yeah loved it yeah. it sounds like a fucking like like a corporate like survey yeah yeah. you have exceeded expectations this quarter Thank you. <laughs> uh, business handshake. Another one, just again, like in like business drunk niche. One that I was super into is uh, Will Ospreay versus Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, <laughs> Progress Chapter Seventy Five. Uh, it's like fifty minute long death match. Jesus. And they both almost die like ten times, and it it's like it's 
like exhausting but great like yeah there's just like the wildest shit in it like five minutes in and then it's like 50 minutes long like they do like burning hammers on the chairs and like thumbtack spots and Jesus. like within like the first 10 to 15 minutes and then it just keeps going like there's like a destroyer off of a balcony through a table that's like 10 feet away that they botch and both almost die oh fuck like and, but it, it's really really good and yeah. it's like the conclusion of like a five-year-long story now so Damn. it's really really good again like cannot recommend that yeah Man, every time you bring up progress like i gotta get i gotta yeah. get into it i just have it's really yet. hard like i've even i've fallen completely behind since Wem the wembley show yeah like because it's it like oh phenomenal. they only come out with a show every once in a while it's like oh there's been like six shows <laughs> like that Damn. it sounds like great great wrestling yeah yeah um my number two was okada omega oh, um sure. of course uh number one uh, Alistair Black and Johnny Gargano at War Games. That was a very good oh, yeah. um, It's... Because... Okay. So... I like shorter matches, I think. Because... I... Lose interest. Yeah, and yeah, so, no, like, no. this I match was pretty short and had everything I love about a match in it. Like, just so many reversals. Like, yeah. so much, like, just hard kicks. So many of those, mm -hmm. like, jump off your couch moments of, like, yeah. oh, fuck, yeah. oh, yeah. shit. Um, and I thought this was the one. This isn't the one where he says, I absolve you of your sins, right? No, it is. It is. It okay, is, yeah. I must have missed that when I rewatched it. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not into Mike or anything. It's okay. Just, yeah. The part where um, Johnny's laying on the ground and he lifts him up with his foot. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah. it's just like a cat playing with a fucking mouse. Yeah, and then he's just laying on his body yeah. and he just like kicks him again. Mm -hmm. I just, I I mean, Aleister Black is, we'll talk, yeah. maybe we'll talk about this later, but I, I fucking love Aleister Black so much. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. Johnny Gargano is one of the best workers ever. Such a great worker. Yeah. Another match that like, I have totally, like, wasn't on my list and I doubt on anyone's because I totally forgot about it till just now. But the Adam Cole, Alistair Black, uh, was it street, fight? street fight, street fight, yeah. Oh like, yeah. From Takeover earlier in the year, where like Adam Cole took the bump onto the two chairs, like set up, like onto the spine of the yeah. two chairs. Yeah. Like, that was not a really great yeah. match. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, mine, this is gonna be a big giant sweeping one. Okay. Because this is who I am as a person. This is. Being there the live. The whole Royal Rumble. Being there live and then watching it back. There's like four different fucking matches from All In. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the NWA title match. It was Kenny Omega versus Pentagon. It was the Young Bucks, Kota Ibushi versus fucking Phoenix, Rey Mysterio, and Bandito. Yeah. And then the Joey Janela match. Yeah. Like, those matches, like, live were just, like, on another level. Oh, I bet. And then, um... Watching them back, they were so fucking good. Excalibur and Ian Rock and Bonnie together, I really like. Yeah. Um, and just in gen just that feeling in the building, I think, like I said, it helps. Um, because it was like... It was a... Electric. It was an electric. Yeah. You could power... Tools. The city of Boise for a year. You could power CenturyLink with it. You can't <laughs> power that, brother. <laughs> No, yeah, I watching it on TV. I, I mean, that came across. I can only imagine what it was like live. And so those ones to me, like those ones, would have to be all up there. Just yeah. like, it's essentially just the event of all in. And I think that, especially with the what can happen going forward from all in, 
and what is allegedly on the table, they could be right in their, yeah. their mantra of change the world. Totally. But we'll I mean, see. Even if nothing comes from it, like that night will go down in history as something very, very, very special. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a really cool part of this year. Um, the last one that I'll, I have one that I'll go with for sure, and then I have an honorable mention. If, yeah, uh, it's not I, have, I have an honorable mention. If it's too. not so on Zach's list, but uh, one I'll go with is from Strong Style Evolved, and it was the Golden Lovers versus the Young Bucks. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, that match was just so fucking good. It was just four people who obviously love and respect each other uh, kicking the shit out of each other, and it was yep. fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, they just went all out. I the Golden Lovers. I, I, this is the first year I was like exposed to them, and then I went back and like looked at their older stuff. But I was like, I just thought their whole gimmick is just so cool together. The Young Bucks are, I'm always just, I love watching them, of course. Yeah. And so, yeah, that match was cool. Strong Style Evolved was just really cool. No, I agree. I'm going to give a couple honorable mentions as well. Um, just because I feel like it, there needs to be some. Yeah, my, my one honorable mention, I will say, it was Jericho Naito. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because he just fucking, Jericho just brings such a guy, like, a just amount of just anger and steam with him when he comes to New Japan. Big steam, huh? Big steam. And he fucking is just so entertaining to watch. He's someone who, like, nearing 50 or whatever can can keep his career relevant and just cool. And Naito, like we said, is, like, top three in New Japan. Yeah. So, um, my honorable mentions are some NXT ones. So it is, uh... These are mostly from Brooklyn. It's Ciampa Gargano, Ricochet, Adam Cole. Yeah. The fucking lads, Trent, uh, Trent Seven, Tyler Bay versus uh, Undisputed Era. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Undisputed Era versus Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. Like, that was a really good match. That was a really fucking good match. Um, all those matches, I feel, are on my kind of uh, big like honorable mention list. Yeah. Of things just because they were just really fucking good. And I don't think they were the best matches ever. Or like... But they were the ones I'm like, yeah. And then also the... Uh, um, Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, Ricochet TV match they had. That was really yeah. 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 That match I thought was really fucking That was good. a fucking cool match. And yeah, I think that for me kind of does it on my honorable mentions and my, my top matches of this year. Yeah, um, my only honorable mention oh, was... Oh, fuck, I forgot. Okada, Osprey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who did Ibushi just fight? Me. No, like, recently. Me. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, the junior heavyweight championship match from last Wrestle Kingdom was Skrull, Osprey, Takahashi, and... Was it the four Kushida? Yeah. Kushida, yeah. Kushida, that match. Oh, fuck. Was that it, match was so Was good. it Ibushi and Kushida? No. Was that... What It was, like, two weeks ago. Uh, Kota Bushi. Who did he fight? He fought it to get to fight. Oh, or no, Osprey fought it, won something to fight. Goto. Okay. Throw Goto because that's how he won the Never Open Weight title. Okay. So, but yeah, uh, whoever Abushi just fought. Roku Goto. Yeah, that that match. I was just like, that's when I was. It like clicked in my head that like, I think Kota Bushi is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Oh yeah. Like I mean, Goto's. Great, but kind of, you know what you're getting with Goto. Yeah. But he's like a great like template kind of for a great another great worker to get something special out of. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you have more matches you want to talk about? Any uh, honorable mentions? 
I don't know. I think we probably covered it. Also, I mean, same thing, but Walter versus Tyler Bate for the Progress Championship. It's fucking wild. Like, Tyler Bate deadlifts Walter. Walter is such That's a all I have to say. That's, like, goddamn, that's fucking nuts. Oh, another honorable mention is um, fucking... Um, fuck, 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 fuck. Kyrie saying she had a Baszler. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great feud in general. Yeah. They, they just put on great matches together, and it... This is really good. Really Shayna Baszler is someone I, I could see in 2019. Fucking, she's already like at like the least top of her. Yeah, her realm. I right could now. see her taking a big step up. Oh yeah, yeah. she's better than Ron. Uh, yeah, oh, I yeah. could see her being oh, yeah. so big. Do you on the think main they'll roster. keep her on NXT because she is? I think Triple H doesn't want her ruined. Like, yeah, Triple, you can tell that who Triple H wants to keep by who's going up, and who he feels they is need. expendable. <laughs> Who they, who he feels they need to go for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Lacey Evans off my TV. That's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, she could go. Uh, I just don't think he has like. There's what are you gonna do with her? Like, yeah. Um. So if you guys had uh, like a feud that you would want to see come like in the coming year, what what tickles your what tickles your fancies? I mean, I want to... John Cena versus EC3. That'd be great. That would be great. I would absolutely love that. I, I always want a Finn versus AJ feud. Like, yeah. Oh, man. I don't want Undisputed Era to break up, but I do want Adam Cole versus Roderick Strong as a feud. I think of I that... I think it'll happen oh, eventually. Eventually. Someday. I mean, that's just what happens with, with, like, factions and stuff. I think the two of them... I mean, they already had beef kind of coming in when Roddy... Like, when uh, Adam Cole came in and they started the Undisputed Era... And stuff, but I would, uh, I would just like to see the two of them. Just fight yeah, they a bunch. did have beef in Mount Rushmore, so yeah, could happen. Um, I'm trying to think because Kevin Owens is coming back. Yeah, who I'd want him to feud with, but you can't top him and Sammy. Yeah. Like, also, Alistair and Finn would be sick. Like, oh yeah, it would. Especially because like it could all culminate with Finn coming out as a demon mm. and being essentially more evil than the evil one. Mm. Man, I no love... man is ever truly good. Alistair comes out in like normal person <laughs> just, clothes. He just comes out in corpse paint. <laughs> he just comes out just wearing like a polo shirt. <laughs> khakis. Oh. oh shit. <laughs> he comes out just as Jake from State Farm. He has a, he has a goatee. <laughs> or he Hello. just comes out as like a juggalo. It's like, oh, okay. Um, um, Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar. Yes. Riddle yeah. Lesnar would be great. Did I say that on the show? You, no, it was we before we were about recording. It, outside? it yeah. was pre-recorded. I want, I want, I want that so bad. I want that too. And I kind of just want it to be a shoot. Yeah. Um. I would love for Johnny to finally turn back babyface, come up and fight a heel Daniel Bryan. That'd be great, man. Yeah. Do you think they'll have Bryan heel that long? He wants to be. He loves it. You can okay. tell he's having a fucking oh, yeah. blast. I think the stuff he's saying is. You know, it's like cranked up to eleven. But what he would really like to convey to a younger audience of like, "Hey, yeah, we're, we're destroying the earth." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Undisputed. Uh, I love undisputed versus would, New Day. Yeah, that's what that I would was, love. Undisputed uh, versus a revival. full Balor club. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really yeah. That that'd be more in their wheelhouse too. It'd be cool just because of. Like, Adam Cole was Bullet Club for a while. Now uh, he's dead. Now he's dead. Um, just that whole thing. Just just the whole, like, New Japan link between all of them. Mm. Except for really Roddy. He was a Noah guy. 
Um, that would be cool. And then... Kenny versus AJ. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wish that for every year. Um, I would love uh, Roderick Strong versus Matt Riddle. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Kicks and knees. Yeah, it'd be fucking great. It would be so good. And I would love um, fucking... Oh, I just blanked. I just blanked really hard. 23-year-old piece of gold. No. no. Um, this oh, is- I want Ricochet in a proper feud with a fucking now Dominic... Dijakovic because I feel those two could fucking with how good of workers they both are Ricochet could get thrown around and be so fucking I feel like Ricochet where he's at right now could really stand to to be in a a really solid feud yeah yeah I mean there's just no room for him right now once this whole thing with Champa Gargano's resolved well he's getting put into this feud so like yeah but we're gonna get we're gonna get Riddle like Riddle's the next champion right not necessarily. They built maybe not the next, more. but like he's clearly going to be. He will be. They just you know they'll take their time with it. Yeah, but yeah, he's immediately like main, like or not main roster, but main roster sure, but like main title. Yeah, like, NXT yeah. title. Picture. I doubt he'll get called up this quick, but I was just thinking Ricochet versus Seth would be fun. Oh, that but would be. Maybe fun. that would just be a good match, not really a good feud. Seth can't really have feuds, I guess. Dude, it would be so cool if they did like a. a like a Clash of Champions style like pay-per-view but with NXT as well so you have like the top stars of NXT going against the top stars of SmackDown yeah. and Raw mm-hmm. yeah that would be fun it would but then it would just show how much better NXT is or like it could get you excited for Not- what you could see on the main roster yeah. soon yeah kind of a thing but like god think about like Adam Cole AJ or Adam Cole Daniel Bryan. like it would just be a night of dream matches like yeah. I would tune in the fuck in for that like if that's mm-hmm. what they made uh, Survivor Series like, yeah. throw some NXT dudes into it. A triple threat? Yeah, make it all something. three Man, champions? I mean, have cru- it should have been Cruiserweight champion versus North American champion. Yeah, that would have been really cool. That would have been great. I mean, especially because he fits in Cruiserweight division. Yeah. Um, One last thing. Oh, um, what? Oh, you got more? I think that, no. You were yawning. Oh, no. yeah, no. Um, Yano? Seth Rollins versus... Adam Cole, I think, would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel with, especially with Undisputed Era, um, being the shitty, cheap, smarmy heels, and then you got the workhorse Seth Rollins that's just going to keep pushing through, I feel you could stack the deck really nice, and having like him having to go through Bobby, and then Kyle, then Roddy, then to finally get to Adam Cole, who then cheats and wins and beats him, so you have to kind of start over. It yeah. could be a really cool story. Um, I'm sure this has been done a million times, but I'd love to see just a match of Undisputed versus Kevin and Sammy. I would love that as well. Oh, well, I guess it's never happened, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like Reed Dragon probably fought Generico and Steen at some point. But those maybe. are different people. Mm. They're the same. They so, similar workers. Generico runs an orphanage, I thought. No, yeah, his I... name's Remy. He lives in Canada. Oh. He's a good boy. <laughs> Um, okay. I don't know, because I think... This is really close to missing each other. Right yeah. From when, might, Sammy, yeah. when Sammy left. Yeah, oh, okay, that's true. Um, yeah, I just think that'd be fun. Like, just Kyle out trying to out-sleaze Sammy Zayn Skankin. Kyle is the reason why I'd want to see Undisputed Era versus New Day. Yeah. Because I want to see his reactions to New Day. <laughs> oh, man, just 
Kyle and Big E. Oh, man. Um, if you pick one wrestler this year, who is your favorite of the year? Who's your favorite? Like, wait, who's your favorite or who do you think is the wrestler of the year? Who's your favorite like, of the year? In your heart. Let's do... Because that's different. Let's break it down into two then. Break okay. it down. Favorite wrestler and then who you think is the wrestler of the year. Okay. Go ahead. Alistair Black, my favorite of the year. Okay. I just fucking love him, even though he was hurt half the time. And... <sighs> who do you think's the guy? The man? It's a tie. I can't pick between Daniel Bryan and Becky Lynch. Okay. I right. can't. I can't. No, I get it. Especially in the last few months. Yeah. I think if you, like, think about it as, like, you know, they do, like, person of the year thing, Daniel Bryan kind of has to be it because you look at him His coming return. back. and then, He made like, me feel so many different emotions. Yeah. yeah. But think- that's a little different than wrestler of the year. Like, he is the wrestler of 2019 or 2018. Like... If you look at it like that way, like, like person most of the bu- year, most like, buzzed about, most like, but versus like say, best wrestler. I would say of the like year. wrestler of the year is like Kenny Omega. <laughs> I would say for me, my favorite wrestler is Kenny Omega. Wrestler of the year is Kachiko Okada. Yeah, you can't compete with that first six months ever anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But are you are you taking into account when he chilled out and became Balloon Boy? Yeah, because he was still having great matches. still having great matches and like transformed his character. And then like this feud with Jay White and everything too and Gato turning on him. That first six months though, you can't touch anywhere because he put on the best matches just of all fucking time. Just like throughout that whole time. He's so fucking good. Like you... It's hard to argue against Kachiko Okada as the wrestler of both last year and this year. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that kind of pushes it where it's a, a little bit is that um, that six months after, like, he lost the title. But he's still, like, that first one I think just speaks so loud it's hard, yeah. to, hard to ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I guess, honorable mention to that, though... I feel is uh, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, it's it. That's hard to deny too. To me, I think Johnny Gargano. I would give. Like. It, he would be my like favorite this year. Yeah. Just because he's consistently. I like. I just like where his his heel turns going and yeah, and, yeah. and everything. Uh, and then yeah, best of the year. I mean. Yeah, I mean. It's, Gotta be Daniel Bryan, I think. But I also do think that, uh... Oh, fuck. Now I'm blanking. So Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, when I think of, like, wrestler of the year, I feel like it has to be a big-timer. Well, and not someone in NXT. Or I don't, someone who, I don't like, know you why, know how, like, time but... does, like, their magazine, like, time, the person of the year isn't, like, the person who did the greatest stuff of the year, but it's just, like, who has made the most, like, splash. Who encapsulates yeah. the year. And yeah. I think Daniel Bryan's return, like, that's one of those things that permeated just wrestling culture. Yeah. And, like, uh, like everyone was talking about it. Like, ESPN. Because, like, someone who was taken from their sport because of, like, head injuries yeah. and, like, said they would never... Never compete in that again. compete in that sport again. Changed the world in a sense where it's like there. It's possible that people who have lost their ability to like do the thing that they love, like athletically, to like concussions and stuff. It's feasible now that you could 
come back from that. This, yeah. is, this is a weird tangent. Has anything come from the football world regarding what he did? No. Because no. like it's still too soon. Okay. Like for his results can't be replicated yet. Okay. Okay. No, but it's like well, he but gives, he like, he did it all. Like he did everything right. mm-hmm. himself, and it puts like actual sort of like hope in that thing yeah. of like we're making progress in a field that we normally like to this point hadn't thought we could do. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where yeah. I, you'd have to. I'd have to give it to him this yeah, year. Curing yeah, curing concussions is, is yeah is big. As far as yeah, as far as wrestler of the year, I'd give it to to Daniel Bryan for like for that reason. Like he might not be like the best. Like, I think Okada and Omega had better matches and stuff. But, yeah. like, if you just look at, like, the fact that he came back and is wrestling at all is... We would have never guessed January 1st, 2018. The like, fact that Brock Lesnar threw him on his head a million times. And, and that fine. we are exiting 2018 with him as a heel champion. It's so cool. And doing is, some of the best shit here is, in WWE. Yeah. Here's a hot take for you guys. Mm-hmm. This is who I feel is one of the most important people in wrestling in 2018. That's Ronda Rousey. Well, yeah. Without yeah. Ronda Rousey, WWE would not have gotten that deal with Fox. Nope. It's true. Yeah. It's, and it they sucks. might not have like, pulled, the, pulled the trigger on Becky. They might not have pulled yeah. the trigger. There's so much that hinges um, on Ronda Oh, yeah, Rousey. man. Well, it's not, like, and it's not so even to mention the personal wild. feelings that it's like, Damn it, I don't like you as a person, but undeniably, anytime I watch her wrestle, I'm like, fucking go you. Like, yeah. you pick, you took to this like a fish to water. Be a better person. Yeah. Be yeah. a better person. Because they are so important to a lot of different things. But it is. Wrestling, it, and then just like women in media and in sports and in everything like that. Like, you could be such a fucking beacon for people. Right. And you're such a shit piece of fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. But personal feelings aside, she absolutely did make a huge no, splash like, in the wrestling world this year. I mean, she brought my... Well, this was because of the Bellas coming back, but my mom was like, how do I watch this wrestling show? My mom. Yeah. The person who wouldn't let me watch wrestling as a kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she cared about the Bellas, but that was because <laughs> of Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know what we're going to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, for me personally, like, Jimmy my Havoc. personal, Jimmy Havoc's one of them, just because, like, a person I had no, I didn't care about at all at the beginning of the year, and, like, I'm very, like, I really like his matches, like, yeah. I'm a huge fan of his now, thanks How To Wrestling. One of my like, favorite things is, one of my favorite things of the year that I forgot to mention was when he put himself through a table. That's, it's so funny. Because it was a, like, Riptide wrestling. two out of three yeah. tables matches or whatever. The two out of three falls tables match with him and Riddle and Keith Lee. And so he jumps off the turnbuckle through a table to start the match saying, oh, I'm up 1-0 now. <laughs> like, that's the funniest shit I've ever seen in wrestling. <laughs> that's funny. Funny. And yeah. then they go, no, it doesn't count. And the bell has it wrong insane. and you have to put someone else through it. <laughs> So that that was that's just great, that's and then really also good. just Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. I might have started being yeah. a fan of him before the year, but like I just fucking love that dude. Yep. Like he's so funny. Oh yeah, and he's a great worker. He's a great yes. worker. He's great. And, like I would love to see what he would do with a singles run. Like I, oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I love him outside. Like obviously, like being type one diabetic, there's not a lot of representation of that, and <laughs> yeah. it's rad that he is Jericho's daughter. Jericho's yeah, yeah. yeah. Jericho's daughter. Uh, the vegan guy, right? Chris Dudley, uh, the old NBA player. Uh, Adam Morrison, the old uh, NBA player. Fucking, uh, what's his ass? Uh, I can't remember the fucking quarterback. Oh, Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler, goddamn. Yeah. Isn't Austin Aries? 
No, no he's, he's an vegan. Oh, okay. He's an asshole and vegan. Yeah, he's just a dick. And uh, Ron Santo, the Hall of Fame Cubs player, <laughs> who died from it because he, like, was during the 60s. Fife uh, Dog? Fife Dog. When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic? So, <laughs> so, there you go. But, and I just love him, like, outside of that, too. Like, PWG, yeah, he had a fucking phenomenal singles run as our champion. Cool. Cool. Um, he can do it. I just want to see him cut promos by himself without being the side, like, weird guy. I just want to see him like, It's, it's very funny. Himself. Well, because, like, when he was in Redragon. Yeah. Two Dragon uh, again. Uh, they have cut some fucking hilarious promos. Mm. Hell yeah. Like, uh, there's that one very good trampoline promo online that you can find. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just shit like that. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. Hell yeah. So, here we go. This is, I think that was your, was that your last category? Yep. Here's my last category. Hog of the year? Joey Ryan. No, Finn Balor. It'd be Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. No question. Joey Ryan's rose him from the dead. No, his dick was dead. Oh. And then it came back to life. Okay. No, um... Feud of the year. Who do you think... Gargano, Champa. Can't... It's I really can't, hard for me to argue against that. I can't say anything If else. we're looking at the span of the whole year... At least that's what... That's the one in my it, head. It has lasted the entire year. Like, in some form or another. Yeah. And NXT's my favorite product um, in wrestling at all. New Japan's great, but NXT is what I love. And, yeah. Yeah, Champa Gargano. Yeah, I don't know if I could really come up with one that is as, like, uh, just fierce as theirs. I mean, the mini feud between Black and Gargano. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, like... Like, there have been small feuds. That one has been literally a year long. Wait, 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 wait. Seth Dean. Oh, my God. Dude, I wish. This was when... <laughs> it should have been. When, D, when Seth first turned on Dean, they had that fucking feud. That feud is gold. Yeah. This one's... The hell, like, when they had that Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. This, this one's Garbo. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tommaso Gargano. There's... It's just been so good for so long... I would watch it for two more years. Well, right when I thought it was getting stale, like Gargano's character starts shifting. Well, yeah. and they and it also adds a whole nother dynamic now. Like Champa had that match against the, the Velveteen Dream. Like they like separated a little bit. It's like the mm, the come Michaels, back together. It's like the Michael Sean stuff. That feud went on for how long? A long like, time, years. And like, but they just kept coming back to each other. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's. They don't really do that anymore, I don't feel well, like. Well, and now we're in this thing where it's like, are we going to get heel DIY? But there's a clearly this, like, manipulation coming from Champa. Like, yeah. the story is just good. Yeah. And so it's like, I like is Johnny, like, playing Champa? Is he, like, a step ahead of him? And it's like, as a, a spectator to it all, it's like, I'm consistently curious as to what's going to happen yeah. with that feud. Yeah. I mean, that might be feud of 2019 as well. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I could feasibly go... I mean, it's not, I, please don't go another year, but it could. It could. <laughs> it could. I, th I think the like, mania will be the big blow off for it. The mania takeover. Mania takeover. Yeah. But yeah. it's gonna. It it's totally permeated this whole year of like consistently good mm -hmm. character development. In wrestling. Yep. 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 Yeah. All right. Happy Rusev Day. Let's wrap it up. Um, you can find me on the internet at Ostercoaster on Twitter at Blue Oster Colt with a V on Instagram. Um, cornball sixty nine. No, I'm not corn. Cornball. Oh, ko backwards r. Yeah. In. Yeah. Um. And that's that's all I got. Drink. Yeah. I might I might write write some more this week. We'll see. Whatever. You're gonna read my shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll read your shit. Okay. Uh, I'm at Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram. 
at Russell Drums on Instagram. Uh, you can catch my asshole dog at Zeno Paparino on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry that him and Wendy were getting into it. Wendy! Uh, but, yeah, um, check out Dealing With It. It's a podcast that I do with my mom. It's the best. It's really fun to do. I really appreciate you saying that. But uh, it's uh, it's really cool. Uh, I like, It's a fun thing that I get to do with her every week. Um, so that's about it. That's how it shakes out. Happy New Year. And may all your endeavors be fortuitous, <laughs> fruitful, and may your hands be full of hog. Of hog. <laughs> crank it into the new year. <laughs> Just trying to crank it into my crank rage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Urban Outfielders is playing Tree Fort. And Urban Outfielders is playing Tree Fort. And that's all that I can announce at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my how uh, mysterious. Uh, yeah, uh, mysterious. my band Wild Spells is also playing Tree Fort. That's hell all yeah. I can announce not, at the moment. Not Dilbert is playing. Not Dilbert. Uh, follow us wherever. I don't even remember social media handles because we've been on hiatus <laughs> for a year. Uh, follow me at My Chemical Dad Pants on Great Instagram name. at Kfabe Dad on Twitter. Also follow great. us at Russell Boys Cast on Twitter and at Genuine Russell Boys on Instagram. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, go to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Or, if you also want to do that same thing, go to bit.ly slash suck your own. Yeah. <laughs> the thing we own now. Yeah, so. Is that real? Yes. Yeah, that's real. Yes, I made it. Merry it. Christmas to us. That's awesome. Um, you can go to DuckShirt on the Twitter, the Instagrams. I think Facebook.com slash DuckShirt is also me. Um, you can go to DuckShirt.com. That is not me. I don't know what that is, but you can go there. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you where to go. Um, on the internet, um, suck your own. Yeah. Suck your own. And yeah. suck your own. Suck your own. Also, your next week is fucking Wrestle Kingdom. Whoa. And I'm fucking stoked Whoa. for it. Whoa. It's going to be hard to talk about Wrestle Kingdom because it's next Thursday night, Friday. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. You don't get a preview show. Fuck you. Yeah. We got to do what we want. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll suck your own. Maybe again. we'll delay today. Or we're not going to talk about this right now. Um, also, if you're mad that CenturyLink is down, um, you can call Eastside personally at 208-699-6969. Um Yell at him. Also, my band, our city's kind of is not playing Tree Fort. <laughs> we uh, get together once every couple months and change stylistically once every about <laughs> six months. But we used to play a lot more. Are you more new metal or less new metal? Less. Okay. But, um, that's all I can announce right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, so, so is Breaking Bricks playing Tree Fort? Yes. Oh. Um, my solo hardcore band is playing. Which one's that one? Um, Yoshi's Lullabies. Okay. <laughs> but is that all you can announce this time? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, yeah. Big news. <laughs> Big um, news. I, yeah, I missed doing a fucking vague post. That was real cool. I got to do that the other day. God. Yeah, vague posting's fun. <laughs> Um, hey, be on the lookout. We got some cool stuff in the works. Yeah. yeah. Big news. Big news. Maybe we'll, there will be an announcement for our announcement. Yeah, I'm going to announce an announcement. Yeah. Step Brothers, fuck you. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Fucking Charlie. Thanks for listening. Happy Rousset Day. He's the champion right now. Well, he's the U.S. champion. U.S. champion. <laughs> um, That's a good burp. <laughs> enjoy the new year. Um, Suck your own. You know, a year's a year. Like, Death Cab got it right. I don't feel any fucking different. 
Um, Russell Boys 316 says, "Embrace the meteor." Shut up, Bruce Springsteen. We're all gonna fucking die. 